Well, good evening, that's us. No, Phil, how are you doing, me little cherub? I, oh, I'm get, just because I called you that the other night. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing anybody's ever called me that, a cherub. A cherub. And you're the last person I'd expect to hear it from. <laughs> I like to be nice to people when I'm... I know, but them. cherub. 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 Where, where did that come from? I no idea. I have Are you no getting into idea. the Christmas spirit? Yeah, that, that must be it. Is that what it is? That must be it. Because you know what? You know what, Grimmel? Listen to this one. It's Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> you know, normally, other years, I'd be like having a go at you saying, it's too soon, it's too soon. But this year, wow. You can let people off with anything this year. Oh, God. yeah, definitely. Definitely. We still haven't got our tree up yet. Even though yeah, I did hear Greg even Lake last night. I played Greg Lake for you last night. Yes, still haven't got the tree up. I think, I suspect, between you and I, it might wait till Saturday now. Well, so is, um, is Pamela not allowed to do it on her own? Will she not be doing it while you're doing this? It's Rowan and Pamela's job to put the tree up. I oh, you supervise. <laughs> Mark's out at ten when it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> you supervise. I mean, not supervise, sort of. Don't even supervise, I just... I just, when it's finished, I go and have a look. <laughs> because only when you said to me, because I was on about double screening. I was on about double screening in there. Because I like a bit of double screening. I either sit with my laptop on my knee and watch the telly, or I'll sit with my phone in my hand and I'll watch the telly as well. And I said, you must do that new end. No, I just sit and tut at everybody else in the room doing it. <laughs> I mean, when I'm sat here in the office, I've got me, uh, I've got three computer screens and me phone. I know. So I, like I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm one of these, like I'm, I'm like somebody at NASA or some, somebody working at Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, you like the, you like the, the warlock of Die Hard? Yes. I- I am, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I f- actually think I'm, I feel like that—that that, you know, the fat guy on Jurassic Park, the one who's like it turns out to be the bad guy, <laughs> yeah. with all this eating the crisps with all the screens in yeah, front of him. I feel that, very much like that. Isn't that like the the computer program when you see it now and he's like shooting him? Isn't it so old hat? <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the sort of the paperclip style, isn't it? <laughs> you really? Do you want to tell people what they're listening to or reading? Oh, or sorry. Watching? Yes. Gosh, you do it. You do it then. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to uh, Have You Heard This on the Wireless? <laughs> it's <laughs> a, a live podcast, podcast type. <laughs> it is. It's like a live podcast. You, something I watch. This is this is going to sound crazy, but I actually watch live animation on uh, on Twitch on a night time. Live anim how does that work then? It's it's a guy who does these he does animations, he he like creates these characters and he's got them kind of wired up to his face so he he'll like draw this animal and then as the second he's drawn it it starts like talking and moving around and stuff. Oh, really because clever. he's but anyway, moving, this is he's the, moving himself. Uh-huh. This is the radio equivalent of that. It's a podcast, but it's live. Yeah, and then it but becomes it a podcast. Then it becomes a podcast. It does. How We've go, had a special request, be? by the way, special request to talk English and to talk slowly oh, to... by a friend of mine called Marie who's listening in France. Oh, in France. Oh. So, uh, so go easy on the French tonight, Phil. Go easy on the French. <laughs> They're not all bad. <laughs> yeah. So, hello, Marie, I'll if you're just, listening. I'll get yourself steer, in the chat room. I'll just steer away from the air, uh, the groundskeeper, Willie. 
comments. Well, I... oh, he was Scottish, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't like the French, didn't he? I'd have to like uh, have have a watch a few episodes of The Simpsons because I don't remember him not liking the. What's not to like about the French? <laughs> Would you, will, will I tell you what? Will I tell you the exact phrase that. that he used? That he uses. Oh well, if it's if it's a public record, then go for it. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Cheese eating surrender monkeys. That's oh what the my French. God, where's the rewind button? Where's the rewind button? <laughs> hey, that, according that to Groundskeeper uh, Willie, Groundskeeper Willie on the Simpsons said mm-hmm. that. Fine, Spe- fine yeah, hey, people. I just heard something today about the Simpsons. Actually, speaking of the Simpsons, um, did you know? That when the BBC bought the Tracy Ullman show from America, they cut the Simpsons out of the programme because they thought it wasn't funny. Wow, isn't that crazy? Isn't it? The I remember seeing running. the first... I know. Lo- I remember seeing the first adverts for the Simpsons when, mm-hmm. before, like, you know, a few weeks before it came out on Sky, yeah. there was these big, you know, big placards, these big billboards... With the Simpsons on, but of course, then nobody knew who the Simpsons was. Mm-hmm. So all the it was, was the, 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 the characters weren't drawn as refined as they are now. They weren't, but even that, even still, you didn't know who who it was or mm-hmm. what it was. There was these big posters with a picture of the Simpsons and that the banner headline underneath. At, le- at last, a family you can believe in. <laughs> that was really clever. <laughs> but is it now gone from being the longest running animated? sitcom to the longest running sitcom oh it's not going to be the longest well yeah i don't know maybe it has what else could be longer than that well nothing really you're probably right actually you're probably right i'm sure i heard that somewhere that it's gone from being the the longest animated sitcom to the longest just the longest sitcom question is though has it jumped the shark that's the question What's that? I don't understand that analogy. Oh, you don't understand. You haven't heard "jump the shark." No. "Jump the shark" means it's it's peaked, it's had its best episode, and now it's on the downward slope. No, definitely not. Right. Well, the, the no, term "jump I the shark." I watched a new episode the other day, and it was really funny. Well, the term "jump the shark," I mean, it's a famous expression. I haven't just made it up. It's a. It's a, It actually goes back to an episode of Happy Days where the Fonz is ski jumping and he ski jumps over a shark. But what it also means is it's like the shape of a shark's fin, how it something goes up and then it like drops dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the that, it jumps the shark. Well, that Reuben, he's a boy, isn't he? Who? That Reuben spends all his money, spend, gets, sells all his games at uh, SEX and then goes shark, then goes water skiing Using the shark to tow him. Have you not seen that advert? No. Oh, God. I haven't seen that. Have you not seen that advert? And, and the, the strap line is, we can't tell you how to spend your money, but we'll give you some money, sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> God. Spend all, send all your second-hand games there. So. <laughs> what do you have for us tonight, Phil? Um... Let, let us say, uh, let, let just me peruse me, me, me scribblings off when I came in from work this evening. So, oh, well, they give us something off your list, right? You know, so it's like back to just what we we're talking about about vans and what have you, right? 
So I saw a van the day this morning when I was on the way to work. I saw a van, and it was a Network Real van. Right. A van owned by Network Real. Why? Okay. Why? Why did they need to advertise? Why did no? Why do they need vans? If their real system is so good, why the hell do they need vans to drive on the roads? Get yeah, the train to where is, you're going. Yeah, but I don't know about you, but I'm quite a distance away from a railway line. Yes, but think about are it. Are they supposed to walk it that distance? Well, no, no, well, think about it. Everywhere where they go to do work is on a railway line. Yes, but what if they need to go to the toilet or go to the shop or pop home to like, you know, sleep or something? Well, or hang on, hang on. Some spare people parts, who, you know, they've got to go to like Railways R Us. People? Railways R Us. People who have real jobs. Real jobs. <laughs> go to work on the bus or they go to work in their own car. They don't, they don't automatically get supplied with a car, do they? Or a van. What they need is those um, things that they used to have on Wallace and Gromit, where they're like, they're racing along, yeah. they're laying the track in front of them as they go. Yeah, the track in front of you as you're driving along. <laughs> That's what they need. But and oh, I, don't seen understand, I don't understand why they need vans. If, they're, if their railway network is so good, use it. Get on the train, put your ladders on the train, go to where you're working. Everywhere you work is yeah, on a railway line. What if you live somewhere where there's not a railway system? Where the train doesn't go to exactly where you live? I did think once, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a series of bridges going everywhere? So if I wanted to go somewhere like uh, your house, I wouldn't have to cross any roads. I'd just get up on the bridge, which takes me from your house. Do you, know, do you ever like just just fantasise about the weirdest stuff when, you're like, when your brain isn't, hasn't got anything else to do and i'm thinking wouldn't it be cool if i could just build a bridge direct to phil's house it just goes over the top of all the viaduct and across all the other houses it just takes me straight to your house that'd be cool wouldn't it mm-hmm. yeah do you know um elon musk mm-hmm. do you know who that is yeah elon musk is doing something very similar with tunnels he's um he's proposing to build tunnels like all over la he lives in la so you'll be able to get on, on the tunnel at one end of LA and then come out the other end, end of LA. It'll save you like hours and hours of like driving. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> until until of... everybody cottons onto it. And then it'll be jam-packed with traffic and you'll not well, be able to that. move. Yeah, there's that, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, all you do then is you put the price up to only the rich people. And then eventually there'll only be him <laughs> that can afford it. He's the so second the richest rich man in the world now. It. Second richest so, person in the world. So eventually, Elon, Elon Musk will just be Elon Musk and what's he called, Jeff Bezos. Bezos, will just be sitting in the in the tunnel on their own. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea, though. You yeah. build it with like the council's permission. Because you know what, you know what, if you build it, they will come. It will, but then all you do is you price it to the point where you're the only person that can legitimately use it, and eventually then you've got your own way. You've built a tunnel just for you. Yeah, well, the likes of Elon Musk and Bezos can afford it, can't they? Yeah, oh, God, Elon Musk's a funny guy. He's a weird, quirky guy. I'm sure he's as autism as hell, like, when you watch him. Do you reckon? Well, oh, and you look at him, he's just something about him, he's just... Does, oh, it doesn't weird. look directly at you or at, at the yeah. camera. And, he's got some yeah, weird... I've been like watching that. a couple of interviews with him lately. That's like that magician. 
What's that magician called? The um, the one from Yorkshire. He's on the Yorkshire Paul team. Daniels. Eh? Paul Daniels. No. From Yorkshire, not Middlesbrough. Oh, yeah. Yorkshire. Yorkshire comedian. Young lad. Uh, Pete Furman. No. Well, I, he's from Middlesbrough as well. I don't know. <laughs> well, you just stop seeing magicians from Middlesbrough. Well, there'll be two magicians from... <laughs> That's like, what are the chances of there being two Wolfman Radio DJs from Chesley Street? And the chances are, like, phenomenally small, aren't they? Um, oh, Come on, brain. What's he called? Use your brain, Phil. Use your brain. He's called... Uh, Dynamo. Come on, chat room. He's called Dynamo. 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 That's Dynamo. Him. Yeah. yeah he, oh, he's, uh, he is weird as well. Yeah, he, he doesn't look directly at the camera. Yeah, no. I want to see him live once, and I was a bit disappointed. Were you? Yeah, do you know what? I, I, I do like some things he does, but some magic. Do you know what? If I can't, if I can work out how it's done, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And, and also, if, and if I know something's impossible, but he does it anyway, then I think. That's clearly got to be um, camera tricks. Mm-hmm. He did this trick where he was like on one, like let's say, take for example, um, North Shields and South Shields. You know the the two piers yeah. that come out. Now, if you saw him on one pier and then two seconds later he was on the other pier, you think, well, that's got to be a camera trick because it's physically impossible. I don't care about magic; it's physically mm-hmm. impossible. So there has to have been a, 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 a camera trick. There's no magic trick where you can do it, and that's what I don't like. No way. Big, big fan of magic. We we go to a lot of magic shows. We do a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. I, I do magic tricks you, myself. I can remember you getting proper stick for tweeting. The, <laughs> this is where we're sitting when we're going to see Paul Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right at the front. <laughs> yeah, there was only about 20 people in there. And four of them were us. You know, well, if it's, philosophical if it's... question for you, Phil. Hold on, come on. A philosophical question, right? Okay. Imagine this scenario, right? Mm-hmm. You are in a scenario where there's a likelihood that you and/or a bunch of other people are going to die. Mm-hmm. A fire, some kind of disaster. Okay, heaven forbid. But this is a, this is a scenario. By you sacrificing yourself. You can ensure that some of those people survive. Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, how many people would you need to save in order for you to sacrifice yourself? Right. If it was one person. Did it? What's the point? Let him die. I'll, I'll survive, okay. and he died. Right. Hang on, hang it was on. two. Back up. Back up. Back up. Is or any of these or any of these people family? No. The none of you. They're all strangers. <laughs> I nearly swore there. <laughs> right. You're going to say f them. <laughs> well, Send them. 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 I'm off. No, but seriously, okay. Then, well, no, you're seriously, coming towards, you're coming towards the answer. What if there's a hundred people? I, still, I, no. Still, you wouldn't sacrifice yourself for a hundred people. No. A thousand. Think, honestly, and honestly, I don't think there's very many people would. Ten thousand? No, because it's your life, isn't it? You know, million? You... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my life. I'm keeping it. 
<laughs> Do you know, when I, when I thought of this mm-hmm. and I wrote it down, I thought Phil's going to say, like, I know, five. <laughs> if if any of those people, if you're still any of those people were my family, totally different oh, that's story. Different. Well, of course it is. Totally different is. story, I mean, but strangers. Oh, do you know what? I hear what you're saying, right? But those strangers have got families. Yeah, but they're not my family. Strangers. Chat room, right? Because there's a few people in the chat room. There's, there's space in there for a few more. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Oh, the people in the chat room listening, I'll ask the same question: Would you would you sacrifice yourself in order to absolutely guarantee that another, say, ten people survive? And you know, as you're dying, you know that at least at least those ten people will live because of what I've done. Or are you the same as Phil? And you all um, f them, as it were. As long as, <laughs> hey. as, long as I'm all right, Jack. No, it's not. It's not a thing of I'm all right, Jack. It's just, you know, it's my life. I'm keeping it. And Don't I think, people, I think, if but, most people were being honest, I think most people would do the same. Unless they were like, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have served in the army during the, like the Second World War. You wouldn't have volunteered. Mm. That's what they were doing. I don't, See, that's uh, that's a different situation. How is it different? Situ- it a different? different, sitch. A different you would have situation. been a conscientious objector. Would I hell? No. You, that's exactly what you're saying. No, I'm giving isn't. you the chance no, to save isn't. a million lives, and you're saying, no, no it's not that. I'm, gonna, no, I'm, I'm not going to no. ask number one. No, because the scenario you're, scenario you're painting is just do it, not fighting. You could go and fight, and you might survive. Yes, but do you not think there's a load of people in the in the war, for example, went into a scenario where they knew they were going to die, but they knew that by no, doing it, they no, were a load of people. No, I don't. I honestly don't think that because think about, think back, think b- way back, go back, go back, go back to when you were in your late teens, early twenties, right? Which is the age of all those soldiers who died, uh-huh. late teens, early twenties. You were indestructible. Nothing could kill you. And that was the attitude that they had. That was what they thought. That was why they did it. In both wars. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I still think there must have been scenarios where they knew they were like uh, going into it. What about the guys in uh, in Russia? When Chernobyl was was um, was uh, going up? Mm-hmm. And they sent them in to, to do jobs in Chernobyl. They, they knew that the it was killing them. But they had to Yeah, do but it. they had no choice. Well, listen, <laughs> they okay, lived in communist Russia at the time. They had no choice. So you're saying if you had to, you would do it, but given the choice, you wouldn't? Yeah, of course. And there's always... A, see, being a soldier, there's always the chance that you're going to survive. Doing that thing in, at Chernobyl, when that blew up, you would like... They had no choice. They lived in communist Russia. They did it, or they were sent to Siberia. I've been, I've been watching um, Banksy and Baz in the chat room, mm-hmm. typing something and then deleting it, and then typing something and then deleting it. Do you know when it comes up, you see when they're typing, typing something, and then thinking, no, I'm not going to write that. And then let's start again. Let's write, let's, no, I'm not going to put that. <laughs> it's really funny watching the typing stop and start and stop and start. <laughs> Indeed. 
Right. Okay, well, that's... Um, okay, well, we've kind of got a bit of a better handle on you and your personality. That's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, hang on, what would you do then? Oh, I had... Well, hey, that was my question to you. You didn't even care. You're asking people in the... <laughs> you're asking people in the chat room. You're in the chat room. What would you do? I'm the host. I'm the... Uh, I'm the... Uh, the person asking the questions. The in other words, in other words, you would do exactly the same as me because you're a coward. Yeah. You're a coward. <laughs> oh dear me! Banksy says I'd look at the other nine people, and if any of them are in their seventies or eighties, they can go instead of me. Well, that's a fair point. See, no, this—it's like you just—it's self-preservation. Self-preservation. Yeah, that's going to kick in whether you like it or not, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Okay. Oh, well, then we, I think we've... Uh, that's depressing enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depressing enough. Right, apparently, apparently, last week's podcast didn't record. I blame the scientists, you know, the scientists who run Wolf on Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Them... The bosses, it, it's the staff the te- training. The techie people, the geeks. The uh, it's the who... staff training at Wolfman Radio. Well, it's... Let's face it, have one job. They have uh, one job to uh-huh. record the show so that it, it's able to be saved for, for posterior. Mm-hmm. And, so um, people will look back, oh, the ball. Look back in, in, in the future and go, that's what people thought. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. We've, so, I'm sure we've we've discussed this before. Me, if mm-hmm. somebody in the future played one of our podcasts, what would they think? <laughs> I can remember there used to be a lad did a stand-up thing about that. He became an actor later. And then he was like in the in the future, and they they brought him back to life. And he was like, well, and they were saying to him like an electricity socket. So how did you get power into there? <laughs> the blokes, comedians, just going well. I don't know. It wasn't my sort of, you know, it wasn't my department. <laughs> so, so what oh, exactly you know, did you do? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Around about the year two thousand, there was all kinds of people creating um, memory things to be opened in a hundred years' time. Mm-hmm. They were all filmed. So, so there'd be a camera crew as I'm putting, you know, like a tennis ball and a, a copy of the Reader's <laughs> Wives. Ball. Why would you put a tennis ball in? I don't know, just <laughs> a copy of Reader's Wives and Apple and whatever, stuff uh, into a box. Apple. Yeah, Asian babes, all of the like uh, current like stuff, mm. copy of the sun, it's daily sport. Aye. And then they seal it and they're saying, right, we'll open that up in a thousand and a hundred years or whatever. But it's on film. So why even bother opening it? Because just let's what's in that <laughs> box. Just, just watch the, the film. Exactly. What haven't haven't some? I'm sure a few years ago there was a blue Peter one dug up. What what's the point? I'm sure they dug a blue Peter one up with this. Um, I could. I'm positive. I'm positive about that. That they, that they did that. Right. Anyway. Seeing as how last week's didn't record, last week's podcast yes, didn't record, yes. so we'll, we'll, I'll quickly run through the subjects so you can you can play a podcast inside your head. Okay, record. do it, do right. it. How so? I had um, Jizzy and the Queen, rubbish on the moon, 
How many songs do you know? <laughs> that was good. Working out the average speed, Matt's tyres, a jiffy is an actual measurement of time. Philosophy. Size. Philosophy. The size of. Why. Right. Um, see, was it last week where we talked about uh, the size of sperm. Or was that the week before? I think that was the week before. Right. It, if you're at the back of a queue, you're driving too fast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Christmas, I've got some Christmas so Hang on. Christmas oh, songs and how much you Naughty Holder makes on it, on them. Right. And, I th and Shazam. And I think that was about it, wasn't it? So if you want to play a podcast in your head... That's what you do with those subjects. Oh, you need to, yeah. You want to write all those down, mate, and put it on a post on Facebook, mm -hmm. and then and then our and our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I wonder whether the people out there know we have a Facebook group. We do. It's called. Have you heard this on Facebook? With and I wonder whether they know we have a, a a website and an email address. Well, I always get the email address wrong. So, what's the email address, Grimble? If if you asked at have you heard this uk, and that's the place where anybody who thinks of, of suggestions for us to talk about topics that they need examining with a kind of forensic detail that we tend to just to go into <laughs> and um <laughs> questions for judge phil quandaries that kind of thing foibles yeah all all these things foibles that's what's a foible quibble quibble do you know what a no, quibble is quibble you know what a come on <laughs> but it's not going to just go, come on, you know. You know if I don't know, I don't know. You don't, you don't know what a quibble is? No, or a foible. We'll, leave that, I'll let, we'll let the fact checkers come back to you with a, what a quibble is, a proper dictionary definition of a quibble. Yeah, but what's a foible? Oh, I think it's just a, a play on the word quibble, to be honest. I, think it's just somebody's... <laughs> I don't think it is. I've got, I've got some facts for you. Do you want them? Right, Rick, hold on. Because of facts. Because hit me right. with a fact, and then I'll I hit you with go... one, because I've got a mint one here. A mint Ooh. fact. I'm supposed to go, hey, Phil, have you heard this? Oh, yes. No, I haven't heard it. Tell <laughs> yeah, us, but, and then I'll you, you, you might have, actually. <laughs> the loudness of a monkey is relative to the size of their testicles. Yes. Uh, Researchers found that the smaller that. the testicles, the louder. <laughs> I wonder whether it... Uh, whether it works for humans as well. No. <laughs> uh, Marine, the chat rooms. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't know what a quibble is. Oh God, the French people. It's it's got a Q. It's uh, like it's spelled like that. It's quibble. 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 <laughs> That's how you spell it, Marie. <laughs> famous English word. It's a famous. Uh, yeah. Yes, well, I knew that fact. I knew that fact. Oh. You've, I think, I think, actually, your memory is so bad. You've used that before. <laughs> but here's Have the I used this one before? Did you know 30 of the first 31 popes were murdered? No. Wow. 30 of you... the first 31. Well, I've got a pope fact here somewhere. Um, where's so it? being a pope is almost like living in midsummer. Yeah. Did you know, <laughs> staying with the Pope, the Pope drives a 2008 Blue Ford Focus. 
boom. The Pope does not drive anything. He does. He does. He drives a 2008 Ford Focus. Pope Mobile? No, that's what he gets drove around in. Right, or you mean when he's when he's um, when he's in disguise as like <laughs> when a he goes, when he goes to like shopping in that Satan worshiper <laughs> when he goes when he's dressed shopping, in black he goes to his, and he goes to the Freemasons and that he's like, as, ah, he right. goes in his Ford Focus his two thousand eight Ford Focus with cloth wouldn't you, seats. Wouldn't you think so? There'll be a there'll be a door out of the Vatican, which takes him to like the local um, little, won't there? <laughs> the paparazzi do would they, know they have, that's I've where never that's been to the door. What's the, um, the like, supermarket in Italy? Well, excuse me, excuse me. You'll find the Vatican isn't in Italy. Oh, <laughs> it's its own place. Exactly. Right, thank, you. Vatican thank, city, you. thank you. In, in Vatican thank you. City, what Fact is the... checkers out there. Fact checkers. Uh, yeah, so when he drives <laughs> out of the door, out of the Vatican... Uh-huh. You think the paparazzi would know that's where the Pope comes out of? We'll get some candid photographs of him with his like f- false wig on and his moustache and his big beard, all dressed in black, wearing like a Metallica t-shirt or something like that. Or <laughs> black Sabbath, <laughs> devil, devil rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do, do you want my fact? This is this is my goodest one. Have we have we fully examined? The fact the that thirty of the first thirty-one popes were murdered. No, have we explored <laughs> no, that? I think we sort of brushed over that. So, thirty of the first thirty-one. So, who was the thirty-one? Now, well, yeah, but the thing was, I don't know whether it was the first thirty and then the thirty-first survived, because then the statistic. Or was it the first say, one that survived, and then? I'm guessing it's somewhere in the middle, because otherwise you would say the first one survived and the next thirty were murdered, or you would say thirty were murdered. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't. Uh-huh. It has to have been one survived in amongst those thirty, mm-hmm. but they were all assassinated. So you wouldn't want to be the Pope. Imagine if you were the Pope and lived in Midsummer. So what? <laughs> so what sort of era are we talking? What time? Time limit? Time? Well, time these were the f- thirty of the first thirty-one popes. I don't know when did popes? When did they start? Um, you know, giving people the Pope had to wear. The Pope went into. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm a, uh, guessing. Left. I'm going to guess. Right. I'm going to guess left somewhere foot. around. <laughs> I'm going to guess somewhere around 500 AD. That'll be my guess. Fact checkers, step in. Anybody in the chat room, Google it. When was the first Pope? But was he a Catholic? Had to like get a hold first, didn't it? <laughs> and did he? Did he poop in the woods? <laughs> You know, it had, it had to, like, catch on. What, Catholicism? Yeah, and well, Christianity in general. I'm guessing it probably caught on quite a bit before they yeah, started but, inventing popes. But we've got to remember, the Italians were dead against it. It was down to the Italians who have Easter eggs. He is, he is poops and not popes. <laughs> Every time we sing pope, she hears poop. <laughs> Right, your right. let's have your barnstorming. Let's have your barnstorming fact. Well, no, no, no. Listen, I'm still with the popes. Oh, okay, right. Because you're seeing what did you say? Five hundred AD. That was a guess. So, in that five hundred year, uh-huh. the they actually killed Jesus, then made him a martyr, then wrote a book about him, and then. The whole of Italy 
becomes massive Catholic state within 500 years? Yes. You think? Yes. I do, hey, do you know, okay, look. Look, look, look. Let's Google it because nobody else is stepping in. When was the first poop? Poop. <laughs> poop. When was well, the first type, poop? I type pop. <laughs> pop. When was so the first crikey, pop? I'm miles out. That'll be uh, the Alpine bloke used to fetch it round your door. He's no longer considered a pope by the Catholic Church. Clement X, which I'm guessing is 10. <laughs> was it 1670? Because he was a bit of a rapper. <laughs> There's a full list of popes on a website. So yeah, when was he? Be when was the first one? When was the first one? Six, 1676. 1676. Wait, oh, so you actually, you were, you were we out, but we I was we out the wrong way. Mm. You know what I mean? It only t- so was it? Was it a big thing? Was it? A, was was Christianity a big thing even before they decided to kill Jesus? Is that why they killed Hang him? On a- Hang on a second, hang on a second. I'm looking at this thing. Starting year. This list goes back way beyond 1676. It goes back to... Oh, hang on. The year 30. <laughs> that can't be right. The year 30. St. Peter was the first pope. Oh, do we need... Can we get... You know how... All right, here we go. Let's deviate a little bit, shall we? Mm-hmm. Do you know how you have actually reached out to the Flat Earth Society to get yes. someone on our show <laughs> yeah. to talk about Flat Earth? <laughs> yes, I emailed, to- I emailed the Flat Earth Society to see if somebody would come on to get interviewed, and they have de- so far declined. I'm waiting to hear back from them. I got like a standard email saying, we're very busy at the moment. <laughs> Trying to build, 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 like- build the wall to keep the sea in. <laughs> Stop the sea falling off the edge. Can That's we get somebody in from the Catholic Church to talk about this? Maybe some of our, maybe one of our uh, listeners is a, is a um, devout Catholic who can mm-hmm. just pop in the chat, chat room and answer some questions. Because when I Googled it on Wikipedia, it said 1676 was the first Pope. But I'm looking at a list of Popes, and it goes all the way back to the year 30. St. Peter. Then so- St. Linus. Then St. Anacletus. St. So St. Peter, St. So Peter, the Pope. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he was, it was only 30 years after Jesus died. Correct. Is that how it works? Yes. Right, so. I believe it does. So was, was, I don't know, I don't know anything about religion. So was Christianity a big thing even before Jesus? Because like, is it, like I, I was seeing about, like I was seeing about the, about the um, something we were talking about, people didn't really know where they were, who they were, or what they were doing, did they? It's just wandering around bumping no. into stuff and <laughs> that. Around bumping into stuff. They <laughs> 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 didn't really have much of an idea of where they were, what they were doing. So, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, yeah, Marie believes in unicorns, but not not in uh, not in baby jeebus. Oh. Ooh. She'll be getting so, um, nothing for Christmas then. Yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. She'll be going straight to Hull. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred pound. Oh, Have to you Hull. been to Hull? Yes. yes. No. Right. There you I'll, go. I'll do I my will... fact. I'll do my fact. Right. Oh, I think we've covered. We've covered 
Oh, BB Jeep religion and the Pope and all that stuff. Yes. In the town, in the Scottish town of Bad Beer, it was so windy they had to tie dogs, cats, and children to rocks to stop them blowing away. So hang on. So they tied children to rocks. Mm. Yes, it was so windy. Would they not just keep them indoors? <laughs> so they tie them to a rock and put them outdoors. I've no idea when this was. Anything, Baz? He's the he's Baz is the Scottish co- Scottish correspondent. He should know. <laughs> God, I wonder what you were going to say there. Uh, yeah, these... you, okay, so. You've got how big were the rocks? The rocks. I have no idea. For the, this is just. Right, listen just, up, though. Just let's imagine this child is say ten, right? Mm-hmm. For the sake of argument, you've got a ten-year-old child. You need a rock which is bigger and heavier than that ten-year-old child. Yeah, Correct? But most most rocks are like a big rock in the ground. So this rock is bigger and heavier than the child, mm-hmm. and the, this child is tied to it. I'm just trying to picture this in my head. Um, is this is this rock stationary, or is the child meant to carry this rock around with them? I don't know. That's You've a good done point. no homework on this fact, Phil. No, I've done no work. I just heard it. I just heard the fact, and I thought, "Oh, that's good. That's interesting. That's interesting." So, right, Baz, where is Bad Beer, and why was it so windy there? That's, that, that's the sort of thing we need to know. <laughs> yeah, we do. You, you're coming. You're coming with these facts. Mm-hmm. But you're not coming with the the backup information that we need. Nah. To, I need, Def- you, need I, you need to paint a picture for us. Yeah, well, I was thinking sort of a little little old-fashioned old Scottish village like on Brigadoon. Uh, you know, like what? on um, oh yeah, yeah, Brigadoon. Every hundred years, we know <laughs> yeah. it. Like on Brigadoon, now there's there's a word there's a word that's only ever used once in a song. Oof! Write that down, Mudges. <laughs> so, so I was picturing like a little stone stone built village on a cliff top, and the wind belting out the sea. Mm-hmm. So that tie the tie the kids to the walls and that. To storms. Dogs, dogs, I get. Uh-huh. But kids, you just keep them indoors. I mean, I suppose you could keep the dogs indoors as well, really, I guess. But for whatever reason, these dogs and the kids need to be outside in the wind. Uh-huh. So you've got to tie them. Because, so because they were like the, come on, people were working. Kids were working. We're going up chimneys and stuff in them days. To like a lamppost? A rock seems a weird thing. To, how do you get a rope around a rock? I have no idea. If I had to tie one of my children to something, I'd tie them to something like a lamppost or a fence. I wouldn't just like find some random rock somewhere. I'd tie them to a chair. Or tree. A tree. Well, what, okay, then what if you just tied... Hey, I've got the answer. Come Why don't you tie the children and the dogs together? Oh, yeah, but if then if the, if the dog runs off, <laughs> the dog with a child bouncing along behind it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, just picture that in your in your in your mind. <laughs> it can bounce along and the dog just galloping. That's terrible. Right, that's it was just a just a thing. It was just a thing. 
Yeah, I think we need to investigate that mm -hmm. a little bit further, I think. And did you know, did you know that for a while in Australia, they were actually given cash prizes to people <laughs> when you were stopped, when you got stopped by the police and you hadn't had a drink, you got a cash prize. That's a great idea. They should do that at Christmas. <laughs> I might eat stop drinking driving if we did that. Yeah. It's a good job nobody's listening to this. <laughs> Welcome back. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, yeah, you're still there. Yeah, you talked to us like 10 seconds ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I'm very... You know how needy I am. <laughs> you are really needy. I don't oh, know yeah. anybody quite as needy God. as you. God, you yeah. cherub. <laughs> I've got flower. a game I want to play. Me little flower pot. Oh, bless you. Right. I'm going to give you a line from mm -hmm. a song. And you're going to tell me what song it is? It's that simple? Oh, come on. Games don't get any easier than that. <laughs> now, people we'll in the chat room can play along. Mm -hmm. um, Phil's got the advantage insofar as we are actually, you're hearing this 30 seconds after we've said it. And, so it's still, and it still goes out on air. <laughs> yeah, I <yeah>, know. <laughs> <laughs> oh right so i'm gonna i'm gonna start off with a really easy one right i'm gonna mm -hmm. say the lines from a song and you're just gonna tell me what song it is right come on then. do it someday you'll find me caught beneath the landslide so you're gonna t first of all tell me whether you know it but don't say what it is well i know the song but i couldn't tell oh, you well you know the song yeah but i don't so you know no i couldn't tell you what the song is um, ah, oh, well, that's the game, you see. Yeah, I know that. I'm thinking. Right. Baz is tight, and I reckon Baz is going to get there before anybody else. Yeah. Yes, Baz has got it. It's Champion Supernova. I would have never, I would have never got that. Slide. <laughs> All right, so Baz won that one. Right, next one. Everybody ready? Okay. Terry and Julie cross over the river where they feel safe and sound. Um, have you got that one? No. Hey, Baz is typing again. I tell you what, he's oh, he's got that winning mentality about mm -hmm. him. Doesn't Terry he? and Julie. I mean, there's that. That's a that's a clue in itself. Cross over the river where they feel safe and sound. I recognise it, but no. Yeah, well, just because I'm like uh, I'm disguising it in how it is, and uh, yeah, uh, Walton, Banksy's yeah. won it. Banksy's got mm. that one. Waterloo yeah. Sunset. Alright, well done, Banksy. Terry and, Terry and Julie cross over the... You know it? Do you know it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kinks. Right. Okay, next up. Yeah, the Kinks. Yeah, but Madge's got there first. Um. Oh, no. I've said too much. Is that it? Is that yeah. what we're getting? Oh, come on. You'll get it from that. Oh, no. I've said too much. Somebody's going to get it in the chat room. I reckon that's the easiest of the lot. Oh, no, I've said too much. I'll sing it for you, Phil. I'll sing no. it for you, Phil. No, no, just yeah, well, because they're going to have it in the chat room now anyway. Oh, no, I've now. said too losing much. Baz won again. God, Baz is on fire. Mm -hmm. All right, here's another one for you. There's only uh, two more. Come on, then you might as well use um, them up. I'll take you down the only road I've ever been down. I'll take you down the only road I have ever been down. This is so hard when you're just seeing it like that. <laughs> it really is. But when you know what it is, you'll be thinking, oh my God, it's so obvious. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll take you down the only road I've ever been Every single one, I know, the, I know the line. 
If you said to me, or these, if you presented me with two lines and said, which one of these is out of a song that you know? I would know uh, which one was out of a song. Yeah, Baz's one mm-hmm. again. Is he Googling it? It's um, <laughs> Fit Sweet Symphony. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And uh, the last one. Um, way down the street, there's a light in his place. He opens the door. He's got that look on his face. One of the most famous songs ever. (laughs) Way down the street, Uh there's a light in his place. He opens the door. He's got that look on his face. Way down the street, there's a light in his place. He opens the door. He's got that look on his face. Come on. That's like being there, Phil. <laughs> pom pom pom, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, Baz again. Surprise, surprise. Baker Street. Baker Street. Mm-hmm. Didn't you get it from me nah. singing it? Nope. I'm, in, I'm insulted. Jerry, Jerry boy. Aye. Oh well, that was uh, that was that past five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. what else you got? Right. Um, so, are we definitely going? With this Banksy thing. Yes. Yeah. Because I think yeah. so. So, uh, I was sent I was sent a message tonight saying that we could be true. And I'm hoping the sender will now put the picture that he sent me onto, onto, on, into the chat room. Right. Because, whew, it's proof. It is proof. So, should we just fill in the people who weren't listening last night? Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you can fill them in. Well, basically, I was listening to um, the old... Sorry, the late breakfast show um, to yesterday yesterday afternoon. And something struck me. One of our, um, one of our listeners and presenters at Wolfman Radio, a guy called Madges, seemed to get a bee in his bonnet about how people were hounding Banksy about who he is and uh, stop you know like uh, don't try to find who Banksy is we, nobody wants to know who Banksy is let it be a mystery and I thought hang on a second that's exactly what Banksy would say <laughs> and after a bit more research I came to the conclusion that Banksy is Madges mm-hmm. so there you go that's filled him in so just zoom in on that picture Buzz has just put on wow <laughs> my god <laughs> This, oh, honestly, I think we're onto something, Phil. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so as well. <laughs> and that, that, is, that is actually a report from the BBC. Yeah, it says it's this possible truth exposed on radio show last night mm-hmm. by Phil Sweet and Grimble. It says. <laughs> <laughs> That's like from the BBC website. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow, okay. I tell you. I absolutely think we're onto something, but oh. um, I mean, clearly he's not going to admit it because Banksy wouldn't, Banksy admit it, wouldn't would he? he? Which wouldn't, is just another more proof. It's more proof. <laughs> it's it more absolutely proof. is. <laughs> Obviously, he's not going to admit it. So he's just digging a bigger and bigger hole for himself. Did you know, and this is one for the fact checkers to argue with, mm-hmm. but brown light doesn't exist brown, brown light. technically brown technically doesn't exist brown 
Brown doesn't exist. There's no such thing as brown. Brown is something we've made up as humans. We've made up brown. It's, yeah, well, there's it's one of these things. Actually, the primary colours are the only colours there really is. All that's right. Colors, I mean, te- all of the colours are a mixture of those colours. If you look at a rainbow, they're all the colours in the rainbow, and brown no, isn't, no, no, isn't no, the no, colour. Not that many. There's not that many. Brown is just dark orange. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've given dark orange a name. <laughs> dark orange. It is. It's dark. If you get a palette of um, of red and add a bit mm-hmm. of yellow and a bit of black, then you call that brown. But it's brown isn't a colour. It's impossible to make brown light. Well, surely if you put like a few, um, what they're called, uh, quality street packets in front, a purple and then a yellow and a red and an orange, surely the, it would go brown. Mm. You know, you know, do you know what the, uh, what the longest word you can make in English, which... We're all letters are in alphabetical order. Oh, I have heard this before, but hey, I don't know. It's almost. Almost what? <laughs> <laughs> did you the say word that almost did you is say the that longest? I just what you did there, man. <laughs> you can't write this stuff, can you? No, it's funny we did. Almost <laughs> is the longest word in the English language. Where all of its letters are in alphabetical order. Mm, yeah, cool. Right, do you want a do you want a scenario? I I would love a scenario. Right, <laughs> this is a story I heard somewhere a while ago. But there was a guy, a guy, a, a guy who snores, snores terribly, so. His wife wakes up in the middle of the night and he's snoring. Mm. So she decides, I'm going in the loft room. I'm going to sleep in the loft out the way of him. So where she goes up in the loft room, goes to sleep. The bloke gets up in the morning, gets ready for work, has a cup of coffee, goes to work. Then half past ten, the wife wakes up and thinks... He didn't even, didn't even come to see if I was in the loft, come to see where I was, or anything. He just left. He just went to work. What would you do? Would you, if if you got up in the morning and Pamela wasn't lying next to you in the bed, and you went downstairs and she wasn't downstairs, would you just like go, no way, and just go to work? Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm the her? last person you need to ask because every morning. When I wake up, Pamela's not there. And she's not, and she's not in the house. <laughs> yeah, Pamela's gone. <laughs> yeah, they're all gone. So, uh, can I just ask, is this something that's happened to you? Is that why you're asking the question? No, no. No, actually. Right, so you haven't woken it. up, and then Diane's had a go at you, and you've had a route, and you think, right, I'll get, G- I'll get Graham to decide who's in the right. <laughs> no, no, it was, it, was a, it was a scenario I heard. I heard on the radio, and I'm thinking, that's that's interesting. That because, like, if if the wife had been totally missing, uh. it, like, wasn't there, it had been taken in the night. The first suspect would be the husband who had gone out to work and not even looked for her. 
<laughs> just, just uh, got up, got up, went to him, just went. Uh, in, just gone. In Grimble world, right? So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go to bed at like say two o'clock, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll get into bed and like Pamela's there, and I go to sleep. I reckon it would be if if I hadn't seen her again until maybe it's like seven o'clock the next night. <laughs> I'd be thinking she's running a bit late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, I'll, I'll be thinking at five o'clock. I'll be thinking she'll be in from work soon. If she hasn't gone in by half past five, I'm thinking ah, she's got the shop. If she hasn't gone in by six, I'll think ah, she's gone to her mum and dad's. Uh-huh. If she hasn't gone in by half six, I'll think she's gone to the shops for her mum and dad and taking the stuff to her mum and dad's. I think you'd have to get to about <laughs> seven o'clock. Right, you've got like, just twenty-two you've got hours. All these, all these scenarios planned yeah. in your head, going around in I your have. head anyway. <laughs> I've got I've got a better one than that. I've got a better one than that. So if she did, yes, it would be. If she didn't turn up. At 7 up. o'clock, I'd probably have a look at my phone to see where she was. Because you can do that these days. It's 2020. You can look to see where people are on the on your phone. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. I would, I'd be able to see where she was. I once woke up in the middle of the night strangling Pamela. Yeah. Literally with my hands around, me, around her throat, strangling her. And in my dream, going back to dreams, in my dream, I'd woken up, turned to my side, and she was like a witch, like, you know, with a proper green hat and the, the green face and the warts mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'd, like, grabbed her by the throat, and, like, strangling her. But then I'd woken up. The fact that I've told enough people about that now means I could probably get away with killing her. <laughs> yeah. And then there's not a court in the land that would, would disagree. Oh, yeah, he, I remember, he's told somebody that's happened once, once before, so... Yeah, yeah, but you've said it now on, the nat- doubt. on international radio. So, pff. exactly international radio. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, where were you going with that observation? That you have some thoughts on it? Well, I would have just. I was thinking the husband will be the first suspect. The police would just say straight away, "We're having him for this. We're having him down the station for this. He's got up." He says he's, he says he's got up, gone to work, came back in, and she's not there. Then he's reported her. He's been to work for the full day. Where was his wife? She was in a buried in a. She was she was down the bottom of that big hill, and you're out the other side of your fence. Oh, that's a, I could get rid of anything there. <laughs> the people who live at the bottom wouldn't be very happy. Like you just you just like the hope. That the body or whatever it was that you chucked out the back would stop rolling before it got to the bottom of the bank. <laughs> if it Ooh, did, honestly, Phil, if you need any tree. dead bodies to get get rid of, honestly, this is the place to do it, mate. Well, like, I, I, that, that or the moors. Well, <laughs> I think Kilda's probably Kilda Kilda Forests is probably dead bodies in Kilda Forest. Got to be, hasn't it? Do you think? It's got to be there's, there's got to be some place you could go where no human being has ever been before in this country. Oh God, yeah, yeah. But if you, <laughs> you know what would happen though, we would take somebody and bury them and kill the forest, and then the following Christmas they would dig it up to get the bloody Christmas tree for Downing Street. <laughs> right. So here's a thing for you, right? Imagine you. You had killed somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got, so you've got a dead body in your car. So you get a map out, and you you looking at this map, think, where am I going to take this? And you could go anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to bury this body where nobody's ever going to find it? Do you think for a second you're the first murderer that's ever thought that? 
And when you get to the spot where you think you're going to bury this body, there's going to be like 20 other bodies buried there because <laughs> 20 other murderers have had exactly the same isn't that, idea. Isn't that on a film? Isn't that on oh, a film? Where... Oh, you mean I haven't just thought of that? Um, Mickey Blue Eyes, man. Mickey Blue Eyes, they're burying a body. And then they the, the, the the put the headlights on in the car and there's like three other gangs burying bodies in the same place. <laughs> What's what you would do, isn't it? You'd you'd find find somewhere obscure. The thing, the safe, you hide things in plain sight. That's the answer. That's what you want to do. Oh, no. So what you would do in your well, case, you just prop prop Diane up in front of the television with I don't know with a cup of coffee or whatever it is she she drinks. <laughs> just like anybody comes in, you just say, "Oh, she's just having like forty winks." <laughs> She's called the it's green after like, a while, like, wouldn't you? <laughs> just looked at me, yeah. She did, the tree didn't agree with her. After, like, about three weeks, she'd probably be able to tell. Yeah. Oh, change me name to Bates. <laughs> <laughs> the smell would be a bit there. Uh, it would be a giveaway. Yeah. It would be a giveaway. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what, what else you got? Um, let's have a look at my little list here. What else have I... <sighs> Do you know? Do you know what the this is back to driving and cars again? It was just, for some reason that was what I came up with. Because I was thinking about you getting a new car. Do you know what the biggest, the biggest uh, drunken disorderly fine in the country was ever? No. And who was who got it? No. Tell me. The biggest fine ever was eighty-six thousand pound. Drunk and disorderly. No. So oh, drink driving. Disorderly. I meant drink driving. Sorry, sorry. Right, drink driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, £87,000 £86, for drink driving. £86,000. No, I mean, it's obviously it's, somebody, a celebrity or some yeah, royalty or somebody. Yeah, because it's related to how much you earn. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's have a... Was it someone like um, George Michael or Elton John or... No, no. Was it a rock star? Was it someone like... Um, closer to home. What? A lot closer Brian to home. Brian Ferry. No. Sting. And, oh, was it Dick? Ant. Ant. Is it Ant? Yes. £86,000 wow. you got fined. Whew. It's the largest, largest drunk driving fine ever. Mm-hmm. And it was still... They're supposed to fine you... Is it three weeks? Three... Three weeks salary, but three the weeks ju- salary. Well, the judge okay, thought that just... was too much. It was too. It was too big of an amount to fine him. So that is a third of a week's salary. Well, not as much as some Premiership footballers get. Ah, that's three hundred thousand. Three or four hundred thousand pound a week. What can you imagine? I can't even imagine that much money. I know, what's that about? What, Could you how? live on that? Well, <laughs> just, just the one week will do me. <laughs> <laughs> one week at 300,000 quid and you just wouldn't have to work another day in your life. Huh? That would last me now, my age. Well, there, yeah. have a game of football. Well, it's, it's hardly a chore playing football, is it? Oh, they've got a tree in, though. I was thinking about, I was thinking, you know how we, how we said, how I said, 
it was a Christmas film. Yes. And you said, no, it's not. But it's not. surely, surely, you can say that about any film. Uh, Harry Potter. Or, no, um, I mean... the. You Debbie does see, Dallas. You can see it about any Christmas film, I mean. Uh, to me, Christmas films have to have... Uh, well, I don't know. They just don't have to have a lot of people being killed, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think any any film where there's not a lot of people getting killed <laughs> yeah, is uh-huh. might make a good Christmas film. Aye. I suppose you're true. Suppose oh, well, you could right. say this. You could say like. Um, I mean, Bad Santa is a really good film. What about what about The Exorcist? If The Exorcist, if the if they had like a Christmas tree in yeah, the corner, it's and Christmas. it was set in December, Ooh, you're going to say that's December. a Christmas film. I mean, it's full of full of priests and Jesus it's, and stuff. It's got the it? priests. <laughs> it has. It's got G- It's got the head spinning around. Jesus, that's it? Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> it's got the projectile vomit. That's Christmas. That's that's uh, Boxing Day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Probably the best Christmas film ever made. There we go. I think we should start a thing. We should start a thing officially here, saying The Exorcist is a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. Hey, if Die Hard's a Christmas film, so's The Exorcist. No, do not, do not knock Bruce Willis in Die Hard. That's just not it's a great film. It's a great film. Oh yeah, it's just not a Christmas film. It's a film set at Christmas. <laughs> And welcome back to HMS Happy Entrance. What? Oh yeah, HMS Happy Ending. That was from, was that last Happy week? Entrance. Week <laughs> Happy Entrance. Happy Ending sounds like a much more pleasant boat, doesn't it? Well, there was HMS Flirt, <laughs> HMS Spanker, HMS Happy Entrance, HMS Pansy, where the, <laughs> the actual the crew mutinied, and HMS, HMS Cockchaser. <laughs> they were the ones. They were the. Hey, if you're going to go ships. down, you may as well go down in the HMS happy ending. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I've got a little <laughs> game to play. A Come little on, game man. to play for the for the nice uh, the nice viewers in the chat room and yourself, Phil. You can play as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some bands, and I want you to tell me who sold the most albums of all time between mm-hmm. these bands. I'm going to give you right. them in pairs. And you've got to tell me which well, one of these you the think Pick the, the biggest. You pick the biggest. Mm-hmm. So, starting off, who do you think sold most has sold most albums between Billy Joel and Elton John? Ooh, Elton John. You think Elton John, I right? Okay, Elton. let's just see. Let's let, let's wait a few seconds. Oh yeah, let, and let, let the, the chat room catch up. Let's see have a, have what, what people think in the chat room. Baz is typing already. Why? Baz I'm, thinking, I'm sure cool. Baz is he's really quick tonight I'm sure he's listening to this faster than anybody else somehow he's <laughs> gone Billy Joel interesting interesting choice interesting mm-hmm. choice I want, I'm interested to see what uh, Mo and Banksy and Gav and Marie think in that mm-hmm. for that answer Any anybody anymore nobody Nobody's anybody statement. anymore we can't wait any, can't wait too much longer we've got a show to do Billy Joel Marie says Billy, Billy Joel, Joel, um, Billy, Joel. Um, Billy Joel for Mo as well so you're out on a limb thinking it was Elton John, Phil. Mm-hmm. The answer was Billy Joel. Was it? sold more albums than Elton John. Must be, must be an American thing, though. 
What, that they buy more albums than... than well, they buy, no, the, the, well, they bought more in total. Okay. In total. All right. I would, I would have said in the UK, Elton John had sold more albums than Billy Joel, surely. Okay, he's a good one. He's a good one. This is going to this is gonna make you think. Garth Crooks mm-hmm. or the Eagles? I'll go Garth Crooks. Garth Crooks or mm. the Eagles? You're going Garth Crooks? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Country music's massive in America. It is big in America, isn't it? It's, yeah, oh, you know, to have like festivals where the whole of a town is taken over, and I would love to go. It seems sounds. I listened. I listened to the last sort of half an hour, forty-five minutes of Bobby Sean before me on a mm-hmm. Sunday night, and it, it's really good. Hmm. Eagles, uh, Marie's going with Eagles. <laughs> she no she says the Eagles, and she says I've got no idea. Okay, <laughs> she looks uh, well, typing these backwards. <laughs> What? She's not like giving answers and then retracting the answers. And... <laughs> okay, well, the answer is Garth Crooks. Thought. It's purely Crooks. that country music Hun- thing. And 156 million albums what? compared to the Eagles' 120 million albums. Uh, we'll do one more. Come on, then. We'll do Led Zeppelin. Or Elvis? It's got to be Elvis. Got to be. Hmm. You think so, wouldn't you? You would think. Led Zeppelin or Elvis? Could be a trick. Mm-hmm. Could be a trick. Baz is saying Led Zepp. I would Ooh. say El- Elvis. Cause, says cause Elvis. He's a worldwide thing, Elvis, isn't he? Yeah. Well, the answer is... Banksy's chipped in. Banksy says Elvis. The answer was Elvis. Mm-hmm. Because so, uh, is Led Zeppelin not just the UK? Well, I don't know. I think they must have been international because 111 million albums they sold. That's an awful lot of albums. Yeah, but the people who like Led Zeppelin are proper collectors, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it was Elvis. Elvis was the answer. So they just I might as well just read off this list. It was the all-time biggest-selling bands by album sales. Number one, obviously, the Beatles. I didn't even bother saying them because mm-hmm. that was obviously going to be... Second biggest selling artist of all time with albums is Garth Crooks. That's it is weird that like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Then Elvis, then the Eagles, then Led Zeppelin, then Billy Joel, then Michael Jackson, then Elton John, then Pink Floyd, ACDC. And number I put number eleven in because I hadn't even heard of him. Right? Mm-hmm. This is a guy. I tell you what, ten Grimbo points on it for anybody who can tell me who the eleventh biggest artist is for album sales in the world ever i'll tell you that it's um it's country just to chat i'll give 20 seconds for the chat room to catch up the 11th biggest selling artist of all time in albums mm-hmm. is a country artist which i've never heard of 10 grimble points if you can guess who it is um well i'm i'm going with thingy's dad who's dad it's not, it's not Keith Urban. Well, they've start the answer now, so I'll, I'll tell you. I, I would have said yeah, tell us. Um, Billy Ray Cyrus. No, it's not Billy Ray Cyrus. Is it? It's a guy called George Strait. Eh? George Strait. S-T-R-A-I-T. George Strait is the 11th biggest selling artist of all time by album sales. And I've never even heard of the guy. Neither have I. Never heard of that. Incredible. He's out. Anybody who wasn't in that list before, he's outsold them. Madness, Muse, 
anybody he's not sold them the question was for Marie who is the 11th biggest selling artist of all time by album sales and the answer George Strait no. had you heard of him no had anybody no. in the chat room heard of George Strait I'm interested to know because wow never I'm going to google him after this and just you know buy his best of albums like that sort of uh, Bob's. Is that is that hey? Is that George straight there? No, no, is that's it? Bob. That's Bob from Bob's Country Bunker. And what were you told last night, Baz? Do not put things on from the Blues Brothers film. You're banned <laughs> from putting stuff on from the Blues Brothers film. <laughs> what, you, what you got? Um, do you want a little fact? A little factoid. Um, a mouse has more bones than a human being. Really? Yeah, really. Have you counted them? Yeah, well, yes, of course. I mean, these, these bones must be tiny. Of course. Definitely got Do more. They still count as bones. Well, it's like the, <laughs> the same guy counted them as that measured the sperm. It was just he was just took, he deconstructed a mouse on his bench and just counted all the bones. And as we've got yeah. more bones than human beings, you know when when you so let's say the femur of a mouse. Mm-hmm. Do mice have femurs? They must have. I have no idea. Are they the same as like our femurs? Like obviously not as big, but are they same sort of like are they hard like rigid? I always imagine like animals have got their bones are kind of floppy. Well, I think a mouse not, not rigid. A, 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 I think two reasons that a mouse will have like sort of flexi bones, and they'll uh, they'll have more bones because they'll have more joints. They'll have joints in places where you don't have joints, so they can squeeze through smaller holes. Yeah, there is that. I, I wonder whether my logic is coming from like fish, because you know fish bones are like bendy, aren't they? Fish mm-hmm. bones oh, fish is is now are fish bones bones? I I don't know. I'm terrified of fish bones. You know, I I love cod <laughs> and haddock and you know like that kind of white fish, mm-hmm. fish fingersy fish, mm-hmm. and uh, but I'm terrified of bones. Absolutely, <laughs> you, you made that sound like something totally different. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you made that sound like if somebody was holding the bone and like showed it to you, you would run away. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified of fish bones. I'm terrified of eating fish. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I knew what you chewing, meant. I knew what you but meant. But I'm chewing fish. I have to chew it like uh, a million times just to be absolute. And by the time I finish chewing it, it's not pleasant. So I, I wish I could just be guaranteed there's no bones in this fish so I could just eat it and enjoy it without being scared that this is going to be my last bloody bite of food <laughs> I'm ever going to eat. Oh, serious. But the impression you gave at the start of that statement was like if somebody, you know like a cartoon fish thing? Yes. <laughs> if somebody waved that at you, you'd run away. Oh my God, I'm terrified of them. You'd run off. Um, I'm just terrified of choking on a fishbone. Because sharks um, don't have any bones at all. 
Oh, come off it. <laughs> come on, you can't just say that. Sharks don't have any... Oh, that is jellyfish. Are you, you're not no, mistaken that, for jellyfish. That isn't what I said. See, so you jumped to conclusions there. Sharks don't have any bones at all. They I'm pretty sure that's bones. what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. Sharks don't have any bones. Do they like a jellyfish? There's no. Their skeleton is made up of cartilage. Well, is that the same as a fish then? Is that what, 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 when we talk about? Is that what you said? A fish. There is no such thing as a fish bone. It's all just cartilage. I don't know. I don't know if them if a fish if like a cod or a goldfish or a Nemo. I don't know if they have. Um, I don't know if that's cartilage or if it's. Or if it's bone, but I know a shark has no bones. All its bones are made from, well, all its skeleton, if you like. All its skeleton is made from um, cartilage. Now, Baz has just said, sharks don't have any teeth either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> isn't that the one thing sharks are famous for? <laughs> if I if I said to you, give me one fact about a shark, you'd go, oh yeah, it's teeth. And now we've got somebody. Some, you know is, I'm pleased, me and you do this because the general knowledge amongst the population is so weak. People out there seriously think that fat sharks don't have any teeth. A true story. Sharks yeah, do have, have bones. <laughs> yeah, not including the one that they've eaten. Sharks don't have teeth. No. <laughs> if they lose them, they replace them, don't they? The new one grows in. Have like a ne- never-ending cycle of teeth. I wish I had that. I wish you had that, Phil. And me. <laughs> when you knock, next time you knock one of my teeth out, it'll just grows back. <laughs> Are your teeth all right now? Is your dental arrangement all sorted? No, don't be ridiculous. Oh, okay. I've got three false ones at the front. Uh-huh. And three real ones, four real ones at the front. You've got I mean, four two- in your teeth. And all my bottom, the full set of bottom ones. What, a full set of bottom teeth? Mm. Really? you got... F- so you've got... More or less. More or less, apart from the ones that have been knocked out playing hockey and football. So you've got 18 stuff. teeth. <laughs> 18 I haven't got teeth? that many. 18? Yeah. I always thought you had, like, seven teeth. Seven? That's... Do you just, you just like to... Like to mock me, don't you? No. <laughs> oh... Can't believe you'd say that. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm really upset about it. Oh, <laughs> bless you, bless you. I hurt your feelings. Um, anyway, so I've got a question for you. Come on then. If you could only have one meal now for the rest of your life, assuming you're going to live at least another like few years, <laughs> you could only have <laughs> one meal now. Uh-huh. Breakfast, lunch, and tea for uh-huh. the rest of your life and supper. Mm-hmm. What would it be? Full English. That's your that's your um, meal of choice, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bacon, sausage, black pudding, fried egg, beans, possibly tomatoes. Well, you might as well have the tomatoes as well. You might uh, as well. Hash oh, brown. Yeah. Bacon. Did I see a bacon? I bacon sausage. Yeah, yeah. Full English. What would you go for? Oh, mine would be uh, Heinz baked beans and sausage. Heinz baked beans and sausages. Yeah. Out the t- both of them out of the tin. 
Yeah. Oh. That, that would be my... That is my absolute favourite meal of all time. And, and With I've, what? I've had, not a word of a lie, probably, on average, two tins of beans and sausage every day of my... Not every day. Every week of my life since I was maybe about 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's hardly like... Uh... Delia Has it done me any harm? It's hardly Delia Smith, is it? I just love them. Do you know what? Even like now, my mouth watering. Thinking yeah, about it, beans and sausages. It's like it's like uh, Schrodinger's dog. I'm like uh, what locked in the box, and you don't know if you're dead or alive. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that has nothing at all to do with Schrodinger's dog, unless I know. Unless I well, unless listen, listen here now. Have you heard this? Unless you don't know if there's actually sausages in with those beans until you open the tin. Schrodinger's beans and sausages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if there's sausages in there. Do Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's dog. So the thought. Well, who the of hell the was Schrodinger? Now. What? Who the hell was Schrodinger? Schrodinger was the one where you don't know whether the cat's alive or dead in the box. So it's therefore, it's both alive and dead. Mm-hmm. That's like the fly hitting the windscreen of the tree, isn't it? Oh, that's one of my favourite, that's one of my favourite little things as well. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> so they just keep producing more poor shark dentists out of work millions of years ago. Yeah, let's give it, let's give a bit of a thought to the shark dentist. <laughs> don't don't shark have those um, little fish that it's it it skates around, it swims around with its mouth open, and these little fish just come and like nibble at its gums and teeth and stuff. Well, I was watching a thing the other day, and it's there wasn't this. They weren't on about the sharks. They were on about um, a bird, a bird that does it to, the, to a crocodile. Yeah, the, sh- the sh- and it's not true. Apparently it's not true, it isn't. Right. The This bird, it just happened that the bloke got a photograph of it sitting on the, the bird sitting on the crocodile's head. Mm. So, oh, it's cleaning its teeth. It's cleaning, it's cleaning all the meat out of the crocodile's teeth. Doesn't happen. It's you never, get those, ever uh, seen. those gefilter fish, don't you, that um, nibble at your feet? Have you ever done, done that? No, no, come on. I'm just asking. I've never had it done, like. No, that's not. I don't think I would enjoy that. I've got really tickly feet. They used to have it in the shopping centre. They did, yeah, yeah. You, they, honestly, you couldn't turn round a corner like ten years ago without seeing this <laughs> yeah, one with these like weird fish. People with the bloody feet in a fish tank. Yeah, it was fashionable for about three weeks, and then yeah. people are now thinking, "What the hell do I do with all these fish?" <laughs> You just leave them long enough to eat each other. Yeah, nah, see, that's one of them fish that will they'll now be populating the sewerage system of this country. Because they'll just flush them and they're not native <laughs> to this country. Somebody wants to get on to Chris, yeah. Chris Packham about it. Not going to die because they'll eat anything. Give them something to twist about. Well, something else to twist about. Baz is rapidly becoming a fact-checker, an official fact-checker. The Egyptian plover bird gets into the crocodile's mouth, picks up tiny bits of... It's never happened. 
Hang on. All oh, right. Okay. It's never happened, Baz. Okay. You, you've been shut down. Mm-hmm. It's a, I saw it on the I saw it on the telly the other day. It was all. It's all just come from that one photograph, and it doesn't happen. Oh well, we got we got some. Ten- I feel a fight coming on. I feel a fight coming on. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. We need fight. we need some adjudication. Any fact checkers out there? Baz reckons the Egyptian plover bird gets into the crocodile's mouth and picks out the tiny bits of food. And Phil says, doesn't. No, doesn't, doesn't. Oh, to tell you what. Contro- contro- controversy? Controversy, is that the word? Controversy tonight on Have You Heard This on the Wireless? <laughs> We're just about done, Grimble. Yeah, we like to live on a cliffhanger, don't we, Phil? Yes, oh, yeah. Let them let them uh, fight over that one. This is this is they're going to be talking about this all week, mm-hmm. on all the Wolfman radio shows. We say, "Oh God, did you, have you heard about the controversy?" Did you hear, that? Did you hear about that? Oh God, Phil and Buzz were actually fighting. Yeah, it's a, a virtual <laughs> fight. It started. It started off. It started off. They were fighting about the Blues Brothers, and it ended up they were fighting about crocodiles. Oh, it was absolutely terrible. I never thought uh, Baz and Phil would end up uh, fighting over a bird. Oh, come on! That egg, come on! That's just... I, I thank you. Mm. I thank, I'm here all week. Here all yeah. week. Well, I tell you what, Baz has just put a YouTube... Oh, Phil, I'm sorry, Phil, you're absolutely wrong. It's not wrong. feeding. It's not feeding. They are, they are feeding. There's a bloody video of it. I'm watching the video right now. Well, I There's can't watch the video. Down and, would you, who said, he's just put a link in the chat room. Yeah, but I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting somebody in. <laughs> so I shall have a look at that up. in a minute. And apparently it doesn't happen. Stephen Fry told us. Well, Stephen Fry's wrong. I hate to say it. Stephen Fry's wrong. There's an absolute video there. There's a bird hanging upside down inside a crocodile's mouth. Eat the way Oh, is that the end then? That's the end. See <laughs> <laughs> oh. it tell the dream and tell them when you're back. Oh, we've got... Oh, we've got to go. We've got to go. Oh, man. Okay, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Grim will be back on Saturday, on Sunday. With the groove, I'll be back Saturday with Jumpers for Goalposts. I'll see you then. Grim will see you Sunday. ta Bye.